are you creating? You're creating a bomb. And it hit me like a train. I don't know me anymore. I only know me as a parent. So I'm Awina, and this is Shift Happen. This episode, we will be discussing the challenges and the benefits of being a young parent. Uh, today, I do have my guest here. Her name is Ray. So Ray, can you start by introducing yourself? Tell us who you are and how long you've been a parent. Okay, thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm very appreciative of this. Um, as you guys heard, my name is Ray. Um, I have been a parent I like to say for three years and nine months, <laughs> I count those nine months. <laughs> um, um, a little bit about me. I am a young parent, obviously, currently and a full-time student in college studying psychology and business. Um, I have always been interested in psychology because uh, my mom put me in a lot of therapy as a child and I never liked it due to how they were speaking at me rather than speaking to me. Okay. So I figured, well, I'm going to become a therapist and change the game. I'm not going <laughs> to speak at you. I'm going to listen and speak to you like you're a normal person. And I didn't think that it would stick. But as soon as I graduated from high school and then I gave birth to my daughter, I was just like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Um, I have a three-year-old and a one-year-old and they are obviously my world. I right. did anything <laughs> to give birth to them again, <laughs> um, but they run my world. They run me ragged, obviously. Right. And that's a little bit about me. Perfect. Okay. So now let's just start with the beginning of your journey. So what was your experience like with your first child, especially because you mentioned you were fresh out of high school. So what was that experience like, um, you know? Um, I'm going to be honest. It was extremely scary. It was more than extremely. It was terrifying, horrifying, because I was not prepared at all. Me and my daughter's father had just broken up, and the following week I was just experiencing this terrible just vomiting all the time couldn't hold anything down I was extremely tired and I told myself like girl I'm pretty sure we pregnant I'm, and the other side of me said we're not pregnant and I said mm, let's go ahead go to the store so I went to the store and I bought five pregnancy tests I went straight to the store's bathroom oh took all five and I was just sitting there and they all came back positive and I still said girl we're not pregnant <laughs> <laughs> like no we're not we're not I went to a clinic and um well I went to Planned Parenthood I'm actually grateful for them for the services that they provide for people mm -hmm. that actually need their help and they told me you're pregnant now and they gave me my several options of you can you know we can help you continue on and provide the medical attention you need right and get an abortion you could do adopt mm -hmm. adoption and so you know I didn't know because I was young and at the time me and my mother weren't speaking so I just took all the paperwork that I could and read everything and I spoke with my child's father and I said you know I've decided I wanted to keep I want to keep my child right if you want to be in his or her life you're welcome if you don't 
just tell me now. I'm not going to try to hit you on child support or nothing. I just right. want to know now what your decision is. And he decided to be in her life. So to this day, he still is. And it was extremely scary to, to go through that and not have like a family base to hold you down. He went to every last doctor's appointment, but it was something about not having your actual blood relatives yeah. that made me a little sad. Um, and then when I was four and a half months pregnant with my daughter, my best friend at the time passed away. So he was wow. going to be her godfather. And I didn't know what to do mm. because that was the only person that knew every aspect of my life that knew me inside and out. And he was there one day and gone the next. And it threw me into a really terrible depression to where I didn't want to eat. I couldn't sleep. I didn't want to go to work anymore. Like I literally stopped doing pretty much everything, but I was still pregnant. Oh, give me a moment, my son. Come on, baby. Um, but I realized that I needed help and I ended up going to a, a woman's shelter. Now it wasn't the typical shelter I thought it was going to be. It was a really good shelter in Orange County. Um, they put you to work. They mm. believe like, you know, like no matter what you're going through, we're going to help you. So they gave me counseling. They told me you have this amount of baby. See, this would be your parenting. We're multitasking all the time. <laughs> yes. But they told me you have this many days to get a job. And so I literally, it was down, it was down the same street as Disneyland and I was on the bus pregnant and I was just looking, just job hunting. And I saw this huge flyer saying that Disneyland is having a hiring event on this day. And I said, what? <laughs> so I went to the hiring day and they hired me on the spot. They did not know that I was pregnant. Mm, right. I was all belly, but at the time my belly didn't really show until I was seven and a half months pregnant. So I was pretty good. Um, I ended up becoming a housekeeper and I worked all the way up until my last week of pregnancy because my daughter she made me feel like I wasn't even pregnant and right she bonded so well with each other and I, that shelter pulled me out of my depression <laughs> and it helped me to realize that even though I lost one angel I gained another angel which was my daughter so right. I always grateful and I always felt like my best friend was watching over me so it kind of gave me a strength that I didn't even know that I had within me and then just watching my daughter grow and seeing her when I wake up it motivated me to do even more in life than what I was doing right so it started off terrifying <laughs> really amazing because the shelter ended up helping me get my apartment that I lived in in OC for a while nice. and then we ended up moving back down closer to family because I figured you know my daughter needs that family in her life yeah so here we are now yes <laughs> I've never heard that side I've never actually had a chance to speak with someone 
who went through that process for like the shelter and like, you know, especially with, you know, being pregnant. So it's like hearing that different perspective is definitely well appreciated and, you know, allows individuals like me just to have like another perspective on, you know, all the ways that things happen. It's like, you know, there's a million one ways parenting can go. So, yes. So now that, you know, you worked all the way up to your last week of having your kid, when did the challenges start? Like, what were the challenges because you were 19 at the time, right? I gave birth at 20. So oh, 20. Okay. 19 okay. Then, yeah. Um, it was extremely challenging. It was very lonely because I moved to a city that I had no idea mm-hmm. of anybody there. I just moved because I was extremely depressed and I needed to get away. Right. So I had no contact with any family or anything because they didn't allow you to have phones because a lot of women that would come there were recovering drug addicts. Okay. So they didn't want you to have any contact with the outside world. So they kept your phones and everything. And um, having my child, although they were very helpful, it was still everything is on you. Right. You're still a single mother. We're here to help, but you will do everything and I didn't know what to do as a single mom had no idea no experience whatsoever um so my very first challenge was balancing my work schedule my me time and me and her time because when I was pregnant with her I worked six days a week so that when she does come out I had more than enough for her and I and so it was extremely hard trying to balance out, okay, well, am I spending enough time with her? Am I spending enough time with myself? Okay, well, I also have to make sure that I'm doing my job at work. And then the challenge of, is she okay at daycare? Right. Um, And I was breastfeeding her. So, you know, then it became okay, well, now I have to stop and pump inside one of the Disneyland hotel rooms. So then she can have milk. And nobody knows this to the Everybody's in the room. I used to, you know, store the milk in the pouches and put them in the fridge. And then once I'm done cleaning that room, I'll clean out the fridge and then move on to the next, put it so that- <laughs> Smart, you're utilizing. <laughs> I, had to, I had no other options because I'm like, I don't want to give her formula. I want her to have this. Right. And I had more than enough to supply my child and probably 20 other families. <laughs> so, I mean, and then she started drinking a lot more than I was producing. And it broke my heart because I couldn't give her what I wanted to give her the most. I wanted her to just be breastfed until she was able to have regular milk. And I didn't want her on formula. Um, Oh, I see what the problem is. Can you give me a second? Yep, I need no problem. Give me a <laughs> okay, yeah, he was exhausted. <laughs> um, where was I? Uh-oh. We were talking about um, how you were balancing the milk. Um, you have more than enough supply for uh, yeah. 20 families. Yes, and then she started drinking a lot more than I was producing. And so the daycare said, yeah, we're running out of milk a lot sooner than we used to. 
would you mind, you know, buying formula and just we keep it here for when she needs that? And I was right the night and just like I don't want to but I know I have to but I don't want to right so, you know I obviously ended up having to put her on formula because I just was not producing I don't know if it was due to how much I was working my body and little I was pumping but I ended up stop breastfeeding her and just giving her pure formula and I wasn't mad at myself after a while because I know I did what was best for my daughter because if I'm not producing, how else was she gonna eat? So that was a huge challenge for me to come across because I wanted this holistic parenting, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I realized right. like, that's not always gonna work. Right. Things happen and, you know, you got to make do with you what you can make do with. And that was the very first challenge for me that opened my eyes to, to do, substituting things for other things in order to make it all work. Yes. <laughs> Person that makes everything work. <laughs> I'll be making stuff fit in places that, oh, you said it couldn't fit in here. I'm, I'm going to show you. <laughs> I, I, because I said so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, were there, did you experience um, anybody like kind of like judging you because you were younger and you were a single mom? Like, how was that a thing for you? Like, is that a thing? Honestly, nobody ever walked up to me or said anything to me about it. I got really lucky with the Disneyland family that I ended up with because they threw me a baby shower. Um, they pretty much took care of me my whole pregnancy. This is so bad, but when I was in my ninth month of pregnancy, I was exhausted. So one day I went into the break room and we were on break and I ended up falling asleep for two hours. I woke up and the managers were sitting next to me having lunch and they looked, oh, hello, was your nap good? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said, okay. And I just went back to work and that was just that. And I was like, oh, okay. The only thing that I really, I just, it was more of a feeling. Like I felt like people would look at me because I was by myself toting mm -hmm. my daughter. We didn't have a car, so it was, you know, take down the car, uh, the, take the car seat out of the stroller, mm -hmm. pull the cart, pull the stroller together, get on the bus. And people would kind of just stare and they would look like, how long is this going to take? Or you right. get that, uh, they're in their head thinking, well, why didn't you get with a man that had a car or whatever? And one woman, I was sitting on the bus on my way home. And this is when I was pregnant. Um, I was on my way home from work she was talking to her daughter about sex because apparently her daughter had snuck a boy in and she found out. Right. And she said something about being young and pregnant with no job and this and that. Mind you, I did not ever leave work in my work uniform. I always changed into regular clothes just because the uniforms right. were hard to breathe in, okay? Right. So, <laughs> so she said that and she looked up at me and she said, oh, no offense. Like, what makes you think I don't have a job? What makes you think I'm, okay, I mean, I look young, but I look young, but what makes you think I'm not like 30? 
Right. Like, and I said, oh no, I'm not, I don't take any offense. I have a job. I have my life together. And at right. this point, I think I have my own place and everything. So I was just like, it's okay. And right. that was the first time that I felt like, oh my God, people look at me like that. And it didn't feel good, obviously, because you never want to be looked at like you're some type of failure because you were pregnant young. Right. And Oh, it ate me up for months and months until I was able to laugh about it and say, people are kind of (laughs) ignorant. People can be for sure. And just the thing that sucked is just she assumed all this stuff. And it's like, I've never seen you before, never met you. And it's like, you've made this whole narrative to your daughter about, you know, what being a young parent actually means to you. And then you wanted to kind of somewhat use me an example when I wasn't the example. And you're telling me, oh, no offense. Like, ma'am, I'm not offended because what you're talking about don't have nothing to do with me. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That one hit a little different for me. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, definitely. Uh, I had my child at 23. So it's just like, even still, like, for me, like, that's young, because just like, you're still in the middle of figuring all your stuff out. So I really feel like there is, it's really like no difference, because you still have to grow and learn in between no matter what age you are. Yes, older, if you wait until you're way older, you have all these other what's it called um accolades and your wisdom but you have no wisdom about parenting though so that don't have nothing to do with nothing yeah I used to work at a daycare for over a year and I was like oh yeah if I ever become a parent I know exactly what I'm gonna oh no (laughs) it is totally different okay because those kids go home with their parents and I went to my home it was completely different to go from work to home and oh my god there's somebody screaming they want me mommy (laughs) I just wanted to go to sleep (laughs) tonight because you have to eat oh okay I didn't plan on doing that right oh my gosh you're like oh you want me you you need my assistance (laughs) it was completely different than like okay I'm here to pick up my kid yeah take them right like here you go here you go all their stuff is aren't they're ready to go they didn't choose on (laughs) do you feel like at a certain point that it started to get easier for you and do you think that it had anything do to do with the fact that you were getting older or do you think maybe it had more so to do with you just started to get more of a hang into being a mother it did get a lot easier with time um I would like to put it out there. My daughter is one of the easiest children that you would ever came across as a baby. She didn't fuss over anything unless she absolutely needed to eat or she just wanted to be held or she wanted something to drink. Other than that, she didn't fuss. She was pretty much her own. She was pretty much me. Right. Just like baby for me. (laughs) So um, she made it a lot easier, but I would say that with age and with also experiencing everything that I was experiencing with her, it helped in in everything becoming easier. Because you obviously with every situation you go through, you gain a little bit more wisdom. Mm-hmm. So I was able to look at things in a different light than I used to. 
And then since she was kind of easy on me, it helped with everything. Right. So I wasn't too stressed out and going crazy. Like, oh my gosh, she's always crying or she always wants to be held. So with my son, it was a, he's a complete opposite. <laughs> yeah, like, you guys met him a few minutes ago. <laughs> he wants to be held. He wants you to sit and watch his show. He's only one. And he wants you to come and watch his show with him. And no, you can't go over there. And now, trying to navigate him is a, was a, is a lot harder than navigating my daughter when she was his age. So I would say that not with her was it going from hard to easy, but with him, it went from hard to easy because as a baby baby, oh, he cried more than my daughter ever did. Right. And since I never experienced that, it would drive me crazy because I didn't like... I felt like I wasn't doing something right because he would cry and cry and then he would finally calm down. But I was like, why, why did you cry so long? I was here holding you the whole time. And, but with him, it went from that to, okay, now I got, I got a little knack. I got, I got something I know what to do. So when you fussing, okay, I'm gonna put on Hey There on YouTube and it's this sensory channel and it's all neon colors and bouncing apples and, and cherries and birds. It's just, it, it hits those, those nerves in the eyes for babies for their development. And right. oh, when I turn that on, he went from ah, to, <laughs> and oh, the peace and happiness I would get. And so he was the one that taught me how to find different ways to, could soothe him and make it easier for both of us. Oh. He was the one from hard to easy. <laughs> <laughs> so now that you're on your journey, you got your easy parenting going on. We got a little flow going. Like, what are what do you feel like are the major benefits to being a younger parent versus an older parent? Ooh. Oh, okay. I tend to say this statement quite a lot, but I always felt you should have your babies early. So then you're not in your fifties raising a 10 year old. And I say this from experience. My mother is currently 63 mm-hmm. and I am 23. Oh, yeah. When she was in her fifties, I was barely turning 10 and whatnot. And for me going through that, it felt like she had just given up because I was the last of the last of mm-hmm. four of us. And my two old, my oldest brother is in his 40s. There was absolutely no bond between us because by the time I was in the picture, he had already been in the military across seas for years. My second oldest brother, there's a huge gap and he had his own struggles with life. So I never really saw him. Mm-hmm. So a huge gap between me and my two oldest. And then there's me and my sister. We're three years apart. And now we were close, but... In my eyes, she was my mom's favorite. So we were close, but we weren't close. Yeah. So I guess like, I lost my train of thought. Can you ask me the question again? (laughs) Do you feel like you being a younger parent, what are the benefits that you have versus being an older parent? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Because, you know, when we get to talking about a story, like, you know. I can go on and then I'll hop to the next <laughs> one. But um, 
So experiencing the huge gaps between me and my siblings and the huge gap between me and my mom and me being the last of her flock, it really felt like, okay, well, yeah, I'm pretty much done. Theme for yourself, you'll figure it out in life. So I learned how to cook at a really young age. Mm -hmm. I learned how to hustle at a really young age because my my mother got uh, laid off. It was during the, I believe it was the first huge wave of the market crashing where she was laid off from a really great job and she took on real estate completely. But it was like, you go from having these certain standards to now, you know, she's technically an entrepreneur and what comes with that is a lot of struggle. So you went from this up here to down here and now you're looking like, okay, um, how do I as a child cope with that? How do I go from luxury to kind of nothing? Right. And it threw me off. So that's why I normally always say it's better to have them younger than mm -hmm. to have them older on top of the fact that they, I don't know if they've debunked it yet or not, but they say that, you know, once you get in your 40s and whatnot, you start having more complications. Yeah, no, it's so true. Your child can come out with, I don't know what, it's always looking at my seat, but I'm your miracle child. You had me in your 40s and I came out extremely smart and I laugh about it. <laughs> and so I wasn't, I was actually really happy because I think about in the long run, I always want this friendship with my children to where they feel comfortable to tell me everything. Mm -hmm. I was comfortable with my mother because of the huge age gap. So for me, it's kind of like the, the saying, old people get stuck in their ways. You don't need uh -huh. to how I see the world, even though same game, different player, but it kind of isn't the same game anymore. Right. Old rules have changed completely. Completely. So she didn't, we, oh, we collided all the time because we never were able, she was, she was stuck in her ways. And I was just like, no, see my way, see my way, because this is how things are working now. So I always wanted to have that friendship. Of course, I'm your parent. Don't, don't come sideways. But, <laughs> but I want that friendship and that bond. So I felt like at least having my children in my twenties is good. And then when she's in her twenties, I'm going to be in my forties and we can still hit the club together and have some fun. So right. I, wanted, I wanted that so bad. I guess I spoke it into reality because I had right. her in my 20 and I'm, it's hard because a lot of my friends don't have children. Okay. It's hard when it's like, oh, I want to go out, but I can't because I don't have a babysitter or mm -hmm. my child is sick and I really need to be here or whatever it may be. Right. So you kind of watch your friends go on this, this life that you're looking like, wait for me. I, I still, I still want to go out. And then they stop asking you because, mm -hmm. oh, well, we know you have a child yeah but I still want to be asked like you never know maybe I can like maybe right. or whatnot so I'm happy that I had her at the age I had her but sometimes I get this feeling of I wish maybe I had waited two or three more years mm -hmm. just to get out everything I need to get out as far as just going out and having fun and exploring the world but it doesn't stop me from having fun and exploring the world I still do that right. I just include her with me okay exactly. well, not the club but <laughs> you know, <laughs> with other fun activities that right. are friendly no I really I'm really glad that you brought up that point about how at one point you did 
almost kind of felt like you sh you should have waited. Um, but it's like, I personally feel like when you get older, like, because we start getting like more settled, again, like I have my daughter at 23. So it's just like, I feel like she gets to kind of like, in a sense, like grow with me and we get to have fun. And then when I am getting up older and up into age, like you said, when I get like 50, she's going to be older. So then now I can really just focus on me. And then I feel like now that when you get older, you get more of a grip on life. Well, you're supposed to, right? Maybe sometimes, some days, you know, <laughs> you know, but it's like, I, like for me, I, I don't know what the saying is, but it's like the thirties is the new twenties. It's like everything you wanted to do but you were too broke to do. And then now that you're 30 and grown and you got all this other stuff like put together, it's like now you can go do all that stuff and you don't have to be accountable for from somebody else, especially your parents. So it's just like, I, I mean, I agree with you. I, I see the benefit on both ends, but speaking solely into the fact of being like a younger parent, it's like, you have the, you have the energy. Cause like now, you know, I'm 32, I'm, freaking tired even when I don't have her and she's with her dad I'd be like like it if it's not dinner plans I don't want to go don't even invite me and it's like and I just started like going out and like kind of like having like a nightlife quote unquote and by nightlife I mean me being outside at night <laughs> so it's just like you know I the benefit of having your child young is like you have other energy and you can, you can, in a sense, spread yourself a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, make it work because, you know, you have all this, the benefit of it is you have all this naiveness because at that age, we don't have all that stuff like in the world happening to us. So it's like for us, you know, we're kids, we're thinking the world's always going to go my way because I said right. so. So it's like, and then you get to teach your child that, and like you said, having that friendship, because that's how I am with my child. Like we, again, we do have that parenting relationship. She does understand I'm the mother, but I also give her the space and the freedom to speak and us actually have like conversations, human being to human being versus mom or authoritative person to subordinate. And it's like, that's not how I want it to operate. So that is a big difference between younger parenting and older parenting which you brought up which I freaking love oh yes and like even now mm -hmm. like me even deciding to have another kid because she keeps asking for a sibling and, you know a part of me wishes like I would have had another kid you know while I was with her dad because you know the little thing oh then both my kids are about the same person like whatever um but also just like now it's like okay do I really want to do that again? What that means for my older? So now I'm going to have like both spectrums, like right. from the younger and the older. And it's just like, ugh, like, it's about like starting like all over. And it's like, when I'm 50, like 55, <laughs> 60, like I really want to be chilling. Like, I just want to be like, you good over there? You don't, you don't <laughs> need me? You don't need me, right? Like, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's why I always said I wanted my children two years apart because y'all gonna when, once I hit that age of I'm done with y'all, mm, you know how to cook, you know how to cook. <laughs> good. Please go away. Go, go. 
got your phone, call me if you need me. If you don't need me, don't call me. Life or death. It better be. <laughs> That's it. That's it. No in between. If you're not Ooh. dying, I, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> but I had the same feeling of, oh my God, I'm going to start all over when I found out I was pregnant with my son. Oh, I cried in the bathroom. I cried. I boohooed because I was like, this is such terrible timing. And I was just like, I'm going to have to start all over. I literally just got out of that phase. <laughs> now I have to restart it. But I, it's funny because I did all that. But I actually really love seeing just molding and seeing yeah. them grow from this little piece that can fit in your hands to like now you told them around saying oh my god you're so heavy I can't wait to <laughs> I was literally just looking at my daughter she has like this video when she was like two months or something or maybe a month I don't know um and she was like she had like the hiccups and it was like the cutest thing to me and I was just like oh my gosh and like she was a good baby too like I can go to the movies I can go out to eat like you know sis my home girl so like we be out like chilling, especially now that she's older and she's like telling these damn jokes. Like she tells jokes now. She thinks she's so funny. Okay. She's literally like a me because I think I'm so funny. But <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, yeah, I do love the young parenting aspect. So I guess in the future, we'll see if I decide to be an older parent. We shall see. God only knows that answer, okay? It's above, <laughs> it's above me now, okay? <laughs> Lord, let it be your will, <laughs> whatever that is. Right. Well, now we're getting towards the end of our episode. And are there any other final thoughts you want to put in this space you didn't get to address or, you know, some advice for maybe parents who not only just were young parents, but went through a situation where you had to be in a shelter and, you know, figure that out? You know, the floor is yours. Okay. Well, I do want to say that there's absolutely nothing wrong with being a young parent. Mm -hmm. Society has put this weird, I've painted this picture of if you're a young parent, you're just a terrible human being altogether because how could you bring a baby into this world and you're a baby? But it almost is helpful for your child when you're kind of young only because they get to become your friend. Uh -huh. And it sounds a little weird because a lot of parents, oh, my mom hit me with that. I'm not one of your little friends. Uh -huh. I'm on the same one of my thing. little friends. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to be your child's friend so you can hear them when they're calling you. And it, I'm not saying hear them when they call you as in they are actually speaking. But when you look at your child, you understand because I was there not that long ago. You know, yeah. so heartbreak is like, oh, I just experienced my first heartbreak a few years ago. So you understand that feeling of loneliness even though you're not lonely right so, and another thing I always like to tell people is it's never bad to ask for help you should never feel wrong for asking for help or needing a break yeah here nobody say every parent no matter if you're a single parent or it's a couple parent you need that break and so yes. do your ch children yes 
that is like detrimental to your sanity. Get out my face. (laughs) I realized that certain people, my sister went through it um, when she had my nephew, you know, she wasn't coping with parenting too quickly. Like maybe like everybody, everybody kind of puts this stigma like, oh, once you become a parent, you're going to know exactly what to do. But that's not true. Not every parent knows exactly what to do. Not every parent is prepared for that. Some people will go into depression behind it. And a lot I want to know what parent that is. I knew what to do. Me too. If, you if you're listening and you're that parent that knew what to do, um, hit me up because I got some questions. So <laughs> many of them. But people would tell my sister, like, oh, no, you don't need a break. Mothers don't need a break. And I have to, and she would cry about it because she was just like, they're making her feel bad. And so I have to tell her, like, girl, boo, like, I've been a parent for about a year now. Take them breaks. Right. Go to mom's house. Tell her you need to drop baby off. And even if you go, oh, my gosh, I used to have my mom come get my daughter almost every other weekend because I'm like, I need a break. And I was like, yeah, I tell my homegirls, yeah, we're going to go out. No, ain't no going out. You know what I did? I slept all weekend because that's what yeah. I did. I slept and I didn't care. That was my fun for me. So don't feel bad for needing a break or 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 anything. There's nothing wrong with being it's a beautiful thing to be a young parent and you should definitely find your village as fast as you can. A village that is healthy, a village that is filled with like-minded people so Mm -hmm. then you won't feel so alone out there because this being a young parent can make you feel so alone for a long time but you're not because there's so many of us out there we are all here right we, we can all be a village that's one of my main goals and why I started my young parenting tips because we need a village yeah asked a lot of questions because people would see me with my daughter and then they saw me with my son well how is it having two children what do you do if this happens well what happens with this and okay well how was it during the teething phase and okay is terrible twos a real thing okay and I was just like at this point like you know what guys don't ask me no more I'm just drop the tip <laughs> you so you can know exactly what you to do but the I mean they're only suggestions they're only tips because you know I don't really, I don't think there's a solid answer on parenting. It's a real up and down roller coaster. You find things, you find new things as you go. Oh yeah. But the main thing is that village because that village is going to keep you safe. So those are my ending thoughts. (laughs) Yes, those are some solid thoughts. And I did want to touch on one thing you did say about, um, you know, society making it, making young parenting seemed like something that's so wrong and as you were speaking I was thinking like you know what my grandmother literally got married at 19 her sister got married at 18 so you're like you back then like they were already vetting for you to be married to get engaged you my grandmother told me you were supposed to be getting a big engaged like instead of like the prom proposal you'll actually get like a real like proposal so I'm just like the fact that the way young parenting is viewed is a little weird given the fact that we're not so far removed from people getting married at 18 and even the age of consensual sex is 16 15 14 in a lot of states 
I forgot which state it was recently that just recently said they increased the the since the consensual age to 16. Like what was it before then? Oh my so God. it's like young parenting obviously should be more widespread and accepted and not looked at in a negative tone because it's definitely a whole lot of benefits to it. Oh, yes. And I mean, the babies that come from them or anybody, I'm not just saying from young parents, but right. miracles, oh my God, they're beautiful. So, Yes. Well, thank you so much. So we're at the end of episode challenge. So this episode's challenge is share your tips on what challenges and benefits you as a young parent experience. And you can hashtag shift happens podcast on any of your social media platforms. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and also make sure you download the app and the Google Play Store and the Apple Store Parent Playground. Thank you for listening to Tyronica and Ray. This is Shift Happens.